how do you start a podcast? I, so, okay, <laughs> welcome to yeah our podcast. This is this is uh what was what was the name that I chose? I don't even remember. I don't Some, even remember what the options swine, were. Uncultured yeah, swine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I don't yeah. know if you do. <laughs> but we're going with it. That sounds so, good. Hey, welcome to Uncultured Swine. But anyways, we're here today. I'm Colin, and uh, I'm here with... I'm Jacob. With Jacob. And, yeah. Uh, we're just going to talk about some some cultural things. Yeah. So, uh, Jacob, do you, do you want to tell me why you have any insight on cultural things? Um, Man. What qualifies you for this? Well, I don't know if there's any qualification for me, really. I mean, I, I definitely have probably done things the wrong way, and offended people um, accidentally when it, it definitely could have been avoided. But uh, I am married um, in a cross-cultural marriage. My wife is Brazilian-Israeli. I'm American. And we've lived in the U.S. and now uh, here in Israel. There we go. Yeah, that, that sounds like some, some hefty qualifications there. <laughs> yeah. um, so just, just for your knowledge, not that you don't know Jacob, but I guess those listening may not know this, but I am also married to someone from another culture than mm-hmm. me. Um, and uh, she's from Singapore. I'm from the U.S. And I am currently living in Israel, though I'm, I'm here. I'm pretty new here compared to you. You've been, you've been here how long again? Oh, man. Well, on and off. Off right? and on, yeah. Most recently since for like uh, eight months. Eight months, yeah. Since we've been back. Now we're back with kids, so there we go. we're, we're uh, really looking to put roots down this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've just been here a month, I think, with my wife. So, yeah. so yeah, this is new stuff, new territory, uncharted territory that we're getting into. So I think that what's necessary, we spoke about this a little bit beforehand, yeah. is defining, as we're talking about like cross-cultural situations mm-hmm. and cross-cultural nonsense really uh, in its essence <laughs> yeah we need to define culture and what yeah. we how we would be talking about cross-culture so what would be your definition of like someone's like hey Jacob what what is cross-culture stuff yeah I mean I think for me when I think about culture culture is it's an external force that uh, it's your community it's the people around you that dictate what the norms are. <laughs> In, in almost every facet, social, yeah. professional, casual, it's what the people around you, I guess. That's how I imagine culture anyway. Yeah. I think you've, you've hit it out of the park. I don't even need to say anything else, <laughs> but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I was thinking about those things and reflecting on this. And um, I think that I realized culture isn't just like cross countries. Mm. It's not just in different like nations, Yeah. but there's also an essence of like family culture and like even just specifically your city or your state culture in the U.S., yeah, for example. Yeah. Um, like those are huge factors. Uh, but then if we're talking about like really country cross-culture things, like what I think it boils down to um, in its essence is like our values at yeah. the core, like mm. what we value. I, I think there's no easy way to describe that. And I'm not here as like some cultural expert that's going <laughs> to ex- like expand that super uh, in depth for you, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
but yeah, I think it's just ultimately what are our values? What do we value at our core? Mm. Um, we're like in, in the U S it may be one of those values is like individualism. Um, and there are good values behind that. doesn't mean that that's a bad concept. Um, but there are other cultures that would value community and, yep. and yep. putting the community above yourself. Um, so, so I think there's so many aspects to culture. Um, but yeah, we're basically going to talk about how we've, uh, I guess, made failures, made mistakes yeah. uh, in regards to cross-cultural contexts, uh, as well as our relationships mm-hmm. and, uh, hopefully some successes that we've had. Um, <laughs> if there are any, I can't, yeah. you know, those are a lot harder to think of if I'm honest, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, let's, let's get into that. So really briefly tell us the, uh, 30 second version. How did you and your wife meet, get together? Mm. What went on there? Yeah, so I I first learned of her existence through uh, social media of all things. I like that. Uh, one of my of, learned of her existence. Yeah, yeah. One of my roommates uh, was tagged in a picture with her, and um, I went into his room after that coming into my feed, and I was like, "Who is this girl?" Oh, well, yeah, that's Stephanie. Okay, well, tell me more about Stephanie, and uh, went from there. So that was my initial um, finding out about her, I guess. Uh, we met, and uh, Stephanie was not impressed with me, oh, to say the oh, least. Really? Uh, and she, if she were here now, she would be able to defend herself, but she can't. So this is, <laughs> this is my version. There we go. And uh, it took her best friend and her parents to say, what do you think about this Jacob guy? And that's finally when she's like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, let's see. We'll see. Wow. Wow. So, so you, you owe your relationship to her, to her friends yeah, and family. Exactly. That's so, uh, wow. Six years and two kids later, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, um, I, I met my wife overseas and uh, her being from Singapore, me from the U.S. again. Uh, we, we were not immediately, or I will say I was interested in her but she also was not immediately interested in Mm -hmm. me. So it was not love at first sight for her. (laughs) Um, She viewed me as a younger brother, like a little kid, uh, because I am younger than her. And Uh, and her coming from like an Asian context, um, it's not super common to marry someone younger than yourself. Gotcha. Um, So she'd never even, she said it never even crossed her mind. Um, That's probably her nice way of saying like, (laughs) Colin, I wasn't attracted to you at all. Yeah. Um, But anyways, I pursued her. And somehow she turned around. Eventually, I uh, had to pop the question to her father. Um, you sa- proposed to her str- father? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, wow. basically, that was the bigger deal than proposing to her. I knew she was going to say yes, but okay. I didn't know yeah. if he was yeah. going to say yes. <laughs> Man. Uh, so, so that was the high pressure point. Mm-hmm. Um, he did say yes, though. So okay. that, was, uh, that was cause for big celebration. <laughs> and uh, here we are now after that married two and a half years later so i'm a little newer to this than you well but, not uh, by much yeah well by a bit <laughs> <laughs> so you got me beat you got me beat but now let's talk about the the real the real stuff mm. the thing that people want to hear about is what if you can think of anything what was the first like major cross-cultural conflict you recall having in your relationship even if it's not like a specific instance or a, a specific thing uh, just something you recall was like a, a problem because of cross-cultural things. I think the language barrier was one of the absolute first because Stephanie was not confident in her English when we mm. first met. Mm. 
And that was one of the things that I really, you know, um, obviously we both did, but from my side of things, I did have to say, all right, if we, if this goes the distance, that means that it's going to be a challenge to communicate, not necessarily with Stephanie as much, but, you know, for sure with her parents um, and extended family. She's got family in Brazil that speak almost exclusively Portuguese. And so Mm. knowing that it was going to be, for all intents and purposes, a lifetime of Stephanie, you know, having to translate or do a lot of the translating until I could uh, learn Hebrew, you know, that was going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's one of the the very first things that I took for granted in some of my, you know, dating relationships, you know, within my own cultural context. Mm. Yeah, I think that's even another level. Like for the, the good thing for me and Bernadine is luckily we both grew up with the first, like, the same first language mm. so that made things a lot easier but yeah sure. that, that's another level of of challenge yeah <laughs> for sure yeah yeah one of our biggest uh reoccurring issues in our relationship was um bernadine comes i mean not that all of singapore is very like passive in a sense and um and won't speak up but bernadine definitely is is in that category where she won't necessarily say mm. what she's thinking all the time um, she won't say what she's feeling. It's not super natural for her. She's grown in that. And sure. now she's, she's gotten a lot better at doing those things. Um, but initially she wouldn't really tell me when she was upset about something. Okay. Um, and it would kind of like fester. And, uh, and then one day it would just explode. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that was kind of one of the, the reoccurring issues is I wouldn't know when I had offended her. I wouldn't know. Uh, she kind of expected me just to know and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was something that happened quite a bit, especially because not only were we dating cross-culture, but we were long distance as well uh, for like two years, yeah, wow. which, which made that another challenge on top of itself. So, um, so those two things just, uh, yeah, they, they created a, quite the mess at times. It's certainly the perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that would probably be, yeah, my, my biggest reoccurring problem at the beginning of our relationship. Now, can you remember any argument in specific that you all had that you think would uh, honestly just be hilarious for people to know about? <laughs> oh, man. And I'm, um, throwing, I'm throwing that on you out of thin air. I think one of the things that, you know, we would... I You got to know that I come from a family of button pushers, right? So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we're always just, we're very sarcastic, very dry. And uh, if if you receive that from us, it means we like you. And so Stephanie, it's, I feel bad saying it even because <laughs> it's not, you know, she learned, we were speaking my language, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's almost not even fair for me to do this, but she would grammatically, she would, you know, make some English mistakes and she would be like, uh, I want, where is the dressing salad instead of the salad dressing? Or, um, she would confuse the words chicken and kitchen because Mm -hmm. they sound similar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she would say something like, I'm going to clean the chicken. Ah, I need to clean the kitchen. And I would, you know, I would not hesitate to jump on that and, mm-hmm. you know, playfully, lovingly, you know, joke about that. And then it would devolve into a, you know, banter of 
just back and forth. So I don't know. I don't know if we had any cultural, too many cultural fights, but Mm -hmm. little things like that. I mean, we, we really tried to, um, enjoy those little things like that. And I, even now, I mean, it happens to this day. Mm, Yeah. I think, uh, I think of one instance where Bernadine and I actually broke up. Um, Mm. it's not a, I guess I was saying hilarious stories. That's not very hilarious, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but anyways, it, it was really over dumb things. I can't, neither of us, I was asking her about that before this, like neither of us remember what we were arguing about. Mm. Um, but somehow it built up to the point that we, we broke up. And on top of that, I'm, I made it a lot better. And I'll tell you how is I played video games for a week straight after that. Um, (laughs) While, while we were talking about maybe deciding if we do want to continue this. And uh, that really, that helped things a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Heavy sarcasm <laughs> implied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so no, that was not helpful at all. Um, but yeah, just lots of, lots of conflicts as a, as a result of not understanding each other. And mm. honestly, like, I think coming into a cross-cultural relationship, like I've understood how to express myself at such a deeper level that I didn't before because I've had to. Like Mm -hmm. there are so many things in our culture that are just understood that like I don't have to explain to other Americans. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure there are some things even in like my family culture that I still would, but there are certain things that people just get that I expect, I expected from the beginning for Bernadine to get just like she had expectations of me. Yeah. And it just... It just wasn't there. So I had to like create words and create explanations that I never knew were there <laughs> yeah. for things that I didn't have to. Would you say that you had that at all in oh, your relationship? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and now even as you mentioned it, I mean, we had an incident today. We were taking the girls to uh, daycare for the first time. And mm. uh, Stephanie was telling me something and it was just a very aggressive tone. And I turned around and I was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you yelling at me? What have I done? <laughs> and she was just like, ah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, it's not supposed to sound like that. And, But, you know, I would say there is an element to living here in Israel, especially if you've spent any significant amount of time here, that if you're not from this part of the world, it sounds like people are mad. And they're not. Like, it's nothing is personal. It's just how communication is done. And so Stephanie slipped into some of that today. And it was, you know, again, just another little reminder of, yeah, this is an area where we're pretty different. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We have those little reminders all the time. I was, I think I was just telling you before this, Bernadine and I got into a quite, quite a heated argument the other day Mm. um, over me responding while playing video games. Um, (laughs) So I, I was uh, I was responding to her somehow without actually hearing what she said, mm-hmm. and I think what was the wording you put on it? You said like uh, on autopilot, yeah, yeah subconscious <laughs> conversation, yeah. autopilot, yeah. yeah. And somehow somehow that happened, and uh, yeah, she uh, she didn't like that so much. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I can't understand why. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but yeah, I think I think it's safe to say that we've had plenty of failures in regards to cross-cultural relationships. And you'd even mentioned that you've, not that we're going to talk about this today, but you've been in, you had other cross-cultural relationships before your, your marriage mm-hmm. uh, to Stephanie. So I'm sure, I'm sure there are many stories there as well of, sure. of things that went wrong. Um, hopefully some good things that you learned as a result of it too. 
But, uh, but I think what I've realized over the years is that I think it's really, at least for me, like how I learn things. I'm not like a, a book learner. Mm. Like, I don't think I'm even one of those like kinesthetic learners that they talk about, like hands-on. I think I'm like, I have to fail uh, and then I learn. The school of hard knocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's my learning style. Unfortunately, well acquainted as well. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I think that that means that we'll have, we have plenty uh, that we can pass on that we've learned. Again, not to say that we're experts at this sure. or that we've perfected cross-cultural yeah. relationships because I am far from it and I'm excited to learn from your six six and a half, six yeah. years yeah, of experience somewhere in there. Yeah, um, as well of how to navigate uh, cross-cultural relationships. So that's, I guess that's what we'll continue to talk about um, as we continue these episodes and podcasts. Yeah. How to, uh, not, I guess not how to navigate, but how we did a, a poor job and hopefully people can, instead of going through it themselves, yeah, well, and I mean, the world gets smaller every single day. And I yeah. think that, you know, cross-cultural marriages are only going to increase mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. the internet and travel just make, you know, accessing different parts of the world even easier. So it's, I feel like, you know, it's something that I don't know how much literature is out there. I know we've read some books uh, when we first started dating about cross-cultural relationships and um, it, it's not easy, but it's mm -hmm. worth it. I mean, it definitely is never, you know, left a dull moment in our relationship and yeah. always learning more about, uh, each other. And so hopefully, yeah, hopefully these will provide some, some hope or encouragement for anybody <laughs> in similar situations or just a good laugh. Yeah, right? that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I think not just limiting it. I guess we won't be limited to our relationships, but yeah. um, but just living in cross-cultural contexts. And yep. um, I think more important, more people nowadays, I mean, with how easy it is to travel, although I say that in the midst of COVID. I know, um, <laughs> I know. But uh, hopefully, once again, how easy it will be to travel just right. uh, brings us in and brings others into our contexts that are from, from differing cultures. Um, that I think it's, yeah, it's always helpful just to have a little bit of understanding of what another culture is. I think I was I was explaining to you before that I had as a kid I honestly didn't know what culture was. Yeah. Like I think it was one of those things that when people would talk about it or like we we bring it up in history class they'd be like, "Yeah, this was the culture of of medieval France." And it's like I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I get it." Mm -hmm. Like like just one of those things where you feel like you just have to be like, "Yeah, I understand." Right. Because everyone else seems to understand. Yeah. But really, I had absolutely no idea what culture even was. Mm -hmm. um, like, I think I just thought that it was like the stereotypes that we talk about. Like, like of Americans, I can say it because I'm American, that people stereotype Americans as being loud and mm -hmm. um, and all these things that, that at times are accurate, at others yeah. are, are not at all. But, uh, but that was all I understood of culture. Um, but, uh, but yeah, interesting that there's, there's a little bit more to it than that, surprisingly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and uh, I'm looking forward to being able to unpack a lot of that because again, you know, it's, I think the the better we can understand ourselves and our culture and, you know, be able to have those dialogues with people that are not from the same culture that we are, that it, it only helps everything. Mm. Um, again, you know, I, the vast majority of the people that I grew up around, it was not, something that people sought out. It was just like, oh, that's kind of weird. They do that thing and that's not how I do it, but 
they do it that way. And that was kind of the end of it. There was no mm -hmm. desire for any, you know, further dialogue or understanding. And I don't know, I guess my personal philosophy is that, you know, if we are able to talk about those things, then, you know, it, it definitely helps the potential for conflict to go down if mm -hmm. we're able to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> well, anyways, I think that's going to wrap it up for our first episode. That's really just, I guess, laying the groundwork for yeah. what this is going to be, <laughs> um, which I think we're going to figure out as we go. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, thanks for listening to Uncultured Swine. <laughs> Because that's really what we are. Yep. Um, just yep. A few, a few painfully aware of what we are. A few uncultured swine. Yeah. There we go. Well, see ya. <laughs>